Warning, we are about to spoil Princess Mononoke. If you haven't seen the film, then go ahead and watch it. If you have seen it or you don't care, then please continue to listen to us. everybody and welcome to cinema roulette we're here and uh yeah i don't know what else to say after that because i didn't really think before i said the lead thing so i'm justin <laughs> and i'm and cameron, cameron. <laughs> here's trouble and make it double uh, <laughs> jesse is still best pokemon girl everyone else can fight me exactly <laughs> but anyway yes uh, is there anything else you want to say before we say the title lead in and transition everything or not i don't know i love talking about studio guy next <laughs> today we're talking about princess mind okay wow wasn't that a cool edit Oh man, I'm, I'm so happy that we had so much to, you know, lead it. It's so, so structured. I'm so glad about that. Uh, <laughs> oh no, we're not, please, don't be in our Jaws episode. <laughs> Dude, it's fine. We're not tired this time. I think we're just more in, like, kind of a random mindset, so. <laughs> I think it's because it's going to be, like, this film isn't complicated, it's just hard to not just say well it's, it's good. Yeah, we don't, we kind of don't want it to be a repeat of, like, Gravity Falls, we're just like, yeah, it's good. It's good. Good. Yeah, it's good. Uh, <laughs> just gets yeah, really but, um, before we even get into, like the quick, very quick synopsis, mm -hmm. like the only part that I think can really stand out, because I mean the animation is great, but it's hard to fuck that up. You have to say that again. You broke up super hard. Uh, just start with like I am super hard. I mean. <laughs> debating whether or not to leave that in <laughs> go for it i <laughs> uh, just start again with like the animation yada 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 i i could say the animation was beautiful but you know it's 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 gobly so you know yeah it's studio ghibli because like yeah that's yeah. the and i think it looks i think it's like the the fluidness is a bit downgraded on the dvd version because we watched the dvd version um, I know I remember it looking like a lot better on Blu-ray, but yeah, it, it's a film for a film from 1997. It looks really good. <laughs> yeah. But the only part that really stood out was the music to me. The odd sound design. No, just the music mm. in general. It was really good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Had this very epic sweeping score to it. It was really good. <laughs> but we can talk about that after the synopsis. Cameron, do the synopsis. All right. So... Um, I'm going to look up real quick cast member because obviously the, the names aren't very well said in this movie. So the only one we really remember is Princess Mononoke. <laughs> you can try to say their names. I'm telling you, you're going to fail. I, I'm, I, once I see it, I'll be fine. Um, okay. So this follows a, uh, boy named Ashitaka and, um, he is part of this, like, and it takes place in feudal Japan, like, way back when, like, it's, it, it's, like, kind of a homage to, like, old samurai films and stuff like that. Um, and he's a, a simple man who lives in a village, um, that's, like, I guess, a rural, more rural village back then. And, um, they're just hanging out, doing stuff, you know, being in the village, and all of a sudden, this big freaky fucking demon thing starts attacking everything and wrecking shit. So, he successfully takes it down, but, um... 
once he but at the cost of his arm being infected because it has like these weird fucking tentacle things that end up grabbing his arm when he's trying to shoot and insert evil dead 2 clip about hands being infected by demons Obvious joke is obvious. There we go. So, <laughs> and so it turns out that like because the demon likes like I guess like the tentacles wrapped around his arm and like burn them and stuff. Now he his arm is like like now his body's cursed. I guess like it's it, it clearly is kind of like a burn mark if it touches you. Um and um the village elders they say that like it's it's a curse that will slowly spread throughout his body and eventually cause him a very slow and painful death. So he has that kind of that to live with. So um, they want to know where the fuck this evil shit's coming from. So they're like, hey, um, so go find out where the demons come from. We're going to bless you and everything, blah, blah, blah. Do the sacred stuff and um, go find where the evil is and possibly try and lift your curse first. And so he sets out on this adventure to do both of those things. <clears throat> He then runs into a village where, like, everyone's being fucking massacred and shit, and it's awesome and crazy and violent. And then he runs into this monk guy who helps, like, get him out of that. Like, as he, like, he's trying to take down a bunch of people, and as he's taking down the, uh, the bad guys during this massacre, he finds out that his arm, and we joked about this during the movie, gives him buff boy powers. It makes him really strong and makes his arrow just shoot, like, crazy at people. <laughs> Um, and so he finds he has his powers and, um, the monk tries to lead him, I guess, to where he's going and blah, blah, blah. He like shows him the rock and, oh, the, cause the demon was infected with a rock. It was like this evil thing. And it turns out that that was a, uh, bullet and the bullet was made in a certain village. And so he's like, yo, village is over there if you want to see him. And so he goes to travel to the village and finds, um, about the people who did it. And he's wondering like, and I guess from there on, he learns about like the different curses and stuff and he ends up running into the titular character, Princess Mononoke. And so it uh, turns out that, obviously, um, th there's a big environmental message in this film, and like the, like the bullet shot the pig and made him evil or something, and it turns out the humans are... This is like a steel mining town, and they're making it, I guess, to make money and be rich and stuff, but at the cost of the environment. So there's this big war going on between Princess Mononoke's tribe and like all the different animals, and... Uh, and, and the big village and the village, I guess, also has issues from another like samurai tribe that keeps trying to attack them. And so the ending of like the film goes on with these different these warring sides and uh, Ashitaka trying to decide which side to be on, blah, 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 because he goes from switches from side to side as he finds out more about them. And eventually it's this big kind of three way war between the samurais who are attacking the village, the people and the people in the are uh, the people in the town and the animals in the forest. Um, and there's this awesome battle and stuff. And, it, um, I'm just trying to think of how else to say, cause I, should I say the ending and stuff? I guess we gave a spoiler warning. Yeah, already, so true. I, I just, I'm trying to figure out how to lead into it. And at the end of the day, cause it turns out, um, during this skirmish in the village and the, towards the middle of the film, he gets shot and he's on the brink of death. And Princess Mononoke brings him to this deer god thing. Uh, the Nightwalker is what it was called, but then it transforms into this deer, um, god thing. And, uh. It's basically like the ruler between life and death and shit. And Princess Mononoke's two wolves, I guess, are also gods. So in this world, there's the animals are like mixed between animals and gods and stuff. It's kind of not really well defined. But 
he gets shot, and the finale of the film is uh, when because the monk man actually turns out to be evil, and he's trying to get the head of the elk god thing, or I guess deer god thing, for money. And so he actually ends up successfully, they end up successfully like cutting off the deer's head or shooting it off, I guess. And um, they take, try and get the head away, but then this thing gets big and starts destroying the world and shit. And then they have to uh, get the head back to it. And they end up, Princess Manoke also ends up getting stuck by a demon thing because they run into this pig, this uh, pig leader who gets infected with that shit that the other boar got infected with before. And um, Princess Manoke gets stung and they're all beat the fuck up. And they're like, no, yo, you have to give the head got back you know I, I i know you want money but there's kind of a bigger issue at hand so they give the and i guess the, the interesting thing about this I'm, i know i'm kind of jumping back and forth here but like the uh what am I trying to say? The the I guess the deer god thing was supposed to be the answer to his cure for his arm, and during the middle of the film it saved his life, but it didn't end up curing the terrible disease that was going through his body. But now Princess Monoke and uh, Ashitaka, sorry, I'm going to have trouble remembering that, they're both on the brink of death, and they're about to be possessed, and they're like, here, here's the head of the god, and it, it takes back its head, and fucks off, and like makes everything back to normal, and then they're actually, and they end up being healed and all that they end up going out to live their lives and it's a nice happy ending so and no one had to die <laughs> she has like a compilation of like everybody dying <laughs> hey, hey hey the villain got to live so everything's yeah fine. i guess but yeah so that was basically the synopsis of princess Monoke. it's basically this adventure story but with the environmental message and it's feudal japan <laughs> Captain Planet mixed with Legend of Zelda. Yeah, and it's really awesome. <laughs> I think the world it builds up and stuff. <laughs> um, but I guess since we were talking about the environmental message and stuff, one of the things that I completely forgot about was mm -hmm. how... And I was talking about it during the, during the film, too. One of the things I forgot about when I first watched the film was just how heavy-handed the messages were of life and death. Like, there were very heavy themes of life and death and having to face all of those in this movie. And it got pretty fucking heavy. And there were some lines where I was just like, holy fucking shit, cheer up, movie. Yeah, but one thing I'm kind of happy about is even though there is a clear environmental message... Mm -hmm. It's not as annoying as some films have it. It's not like Fern Gully or something where it's like super yeah, obvious. It's not that bad. It like the message is still there and that's the yeah. point of the film, but it's not to the point where it's like, okay, we get it. I'll stop using my fucking car for a day. Yeah, right. Yeah, because the thing is, the th a lot of the symbolism is very obvious, but it's done in such a way where it's not in your face. Like, save the environment. Save the environment or we're all dead. No, it's more of live, figure out how to live with the environment so we don't all fucking die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Find a way Which, to benefit that us That message both. has no reason to be around anymore. <laughs> that, that, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, is it real? Not at all. <laughs> Nothing's wrong. Yeah. Nothing's made it even somehow more relevant nowadays. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and, and, like, there are a couple lines, too, and I do like how there really wasn't, like, a clear-cut, like, villain. I mean, I know the woman was supposed to be a villain, but she was, it still showed a side of her that was kind of kind. Like, she took, she rescued whores from brothels and gave them a life, and she rescued lepers and gave them something to do with their life other than just slowly die. Yeah, the only problem I have there is... Mm -hmm. near the end she becomes just evil for kind of 
for a very forceful reason. It's like, I want to kill the god. Okay? Yeah. But, hey, your people are being attacked right now. Can you go help them? No, they can fight for themselves. It's like, you seem unreasonable at this point, just so that way we can have a bigger climax. Yeah. Like, you could have just had the monk do that. There was no reason, really, for you to stand there and do that, honestly. <laughs> but, yeah, besides that, other than that, I, I, the, the, I said the characters were definitely very three-dimensional, even if we can't remember their fucking names. <laughs> they only said... I need to hear a name three times, and if it's foreign, I'm going to have very trouble. I'm going to have a lot of trouble remembering it. Yeah, for some reason, I'm a lot better at that than Justin is remembering foreign names. I grew up in a milk that <laughs> a neighborhood with many white people. That's my reason. <laughs> Blame America. <laughs> But yeah, so that, yeah, that was also really good. But yeah, I, I, again, the themes of life and death, because like one of the lepers said something like, yeah, man, life is just constant pain and misery, but we'll find a way to get by. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are you positive or negative? <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. And there was also the one where, because obviously like the God decide not to heal his demon powers and the wolf God, that Prince Monoki just looks at him because he's going off a cliff looking all epic and stuff. She's just like, you know, you could just jump. You could just end it all and be like that instead of dying a slow, painful death. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, geez, movie, cheer the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was it, it was pretty. It did not pull any punches when it came to handling like life and death, which was shocking. But at the same time, I was just like, I had to kind of admire the balls the movie had. <laughs> Speaking of balls, uh, when we said he got badass. Uh, his buff boy powers gave him badass skills with his arrow. We're not talking about like, oh, he shoots five dudes. No, this was gory. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. This is Studio Ghibli's uh, to date, I think, their only PG-13 movie. And even yeah. for a PG-13 movie, it's fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah, like he shoots people with the arrow in the head and decapitates them. Yeah. You see, at one time he's being chased by two guys on horseback. He shoots one of their heads off. And he, his corpse stays on the horse for a bit till fumbling <laughs> off. And there's the one where he shoots the two guys' arms and showed, like, the arms shot against the tree and, like, just dangling all bloody and shit. No, what happened was he shot the sword so that force pulled off his arms. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> it's just like... And here's the thing with gore, at least for me. Mm-hmm. I am perfectly fine with when someone, you know, gets their throat slit and there's just blood gushing like a hose. Mm -hmm. I find that silly. <laughs> I find it fun. Because <laughs> that's what that kind of actually happens, actually. <laughs> that for throat slits, yes, but I'm, you know, what I'm talking like about over, like over Tarantino levels of like. <clears throat> yeah, or like Nightmare on Elm Street levels of yeah. gore. Oh, yeah, like where the guy gets stuck in the bed, just a pool of blood and shit. Yeah, when Johnny Depp dies. Yeah. Yes, that was Johnny Depp. Sue me. <laughs> but. When it's something like this where it's just quick, that's more painful to me. That's more of like a holy shit sort of thing. Yeah, because there was a lot of gore, but there wasn't they didn't like linger on it. There were you just saw enough of it to where it was like, God damn. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh, there's a geyser coming out of him. No, it was just head is gone and there's a bloody stump. Mm hmm. Yeah. And also or when the the pig demon 
decomposes. That was disgusting. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was fucking gross. That was what they started out with that weird, creepy pig day, because it was just like this creepy, like, blob of shit with, like, two red eyes, and then it, like, came out, and it, you saw it was a pig, and then it came back on, but then when he kills it, it just slowly disintegrates, so, like, the skin and shit's melting off, and blood's going on. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, you see the eyes sink yeah. into the skull because it's decaying. <laughs> Yeah, just, oh, it's just fucked up. Just put the Disney logo over that shit. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And again, I I remember this movie was super violent, but I forgot just how violent it was actually. Uh, so actually, that... now thinking on it, this is a PG thirteen movie. Yeah. Like you see that sometimes where it's like, oh, this is PG thirteen, but it's really just an R without swearing, or it's a kids film with sex jokes. Yeah, pretty much. It's like. Because that's the thing. It's like, like you said, like, I, I guess it's more like 80s PG-13. Like when Nostalgia Critic keeps joking, when PG-13 meant something. <laughs> yeah, like this is because there's a lot of scary imagery for kids in this. Mm -hmm. Not just the gore, which I don't think that would bother many kids. Yeah, it will depends on their age. But if you're like 12 or 15, yeah, that would bug a kid. <laughs> But the fucking animal faces, the yeah. gods and shit. Yeah, especially those fucking apes. Those apes with basically the voice of Satan. <laughs> yeah, and like this deep, weird, creepy voice like, give us the human. And like it was just their silhouette with like red eyes. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> or constant talks of death that would yeah. probably freak some kids younger kids mm -hmm. out yeah the very heavy-handed themes of life and death uh, yeah because you know, like you can see why this was pg-13 and not just pg <laughs> yeah or the fact that the nature god is the most horrific thing i've seen in film since the <laughs> babadoo so. that thing i forgot about that i forgot about how freaky he looked because you saw his oh. silhouette and when he's the night walker he looks really cool but it's like when he comes into like his because he's supposed to be this deer with like a shit ton of antlers um, but he and has a human face. Yeah, but he has yeah he has chicken feet. But then it pans up and he has this red, like human face just on a deer body. Because I know when you were there, your reaction was great because you were clop. You you're making the sounds like clop clop clop, and you're just like ah. Oh, he's shown his face. It was. It's been since like Courage the Cowardly Dog. So it's a cartoon made me go, "What the? Fuck oh yeah, is that? that is a very just freaky ass. What the fuck are you type thing? Yeah, that is very Courage. You're right. Oh my god, it's just unnerving. Yeah, I forgot how creepy it was. That's the thing. Like, it, it, it's crazy how shit like that is more creepy than like a lot of horror movies, just because it's just there. <laughs> it's just unnerving. Doesn't blink. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you're right. Which stop making me think about that thing, please. <laughs> just don't look behind you. It's yeah. Fine. Here we'll show a little image of it, just so you know how freaky it is. There, there's, there's that lovely face. Oh, uh, sorry. Take that away. Go, go out of here. Out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're smidgel. I need smidgel back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's been so. Am long. I allowed to bring jokes over? Yes, you're allowed to bring jokes cancel? over. Yeah. Okay. Hi, smidgel. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> that was uh some stupid series some assholes did called co-optional i don't know where they're at now uh, uh we need to be specific there co-optional <laughs> gaming not co-optional co-optional podcast um because that <laughs> you know what that's a that's a story for another day <laughs> 
but we are not making fun no. of Total Biscuits. No, I, I think that bears explanation. We used to, we our old gaming channel that me, uh, Justin, and another couple of our friends of ours did was called Co-Optional Gaming, but we forgot that Total Biscuit also had a podcast called Co-Optional, and now that he's dead, well, we, we just want to forget. We yeah. just tried, but now <laughs> we, we based out we based ours off of a joke out of the uh, Battle Block Theater trailer. Yes. I would like to make that clear. Yeah. We did not intentionally rip off Total Biscuit, and we are not making fun of Total Biscuit. God rest in peace. <sighs> okay. That was a needless tangent, yeah. but we're back now. <laughs> uh, back anyway. to the movie, which fucking hell. <laughs> oh, I just think of that dear God now. Just, ugh, <sighs> ugh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that well, was just good. Just imagine its jaw going lower and lower, and then stop. it lets out a horrific scream. Stop, 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 stop. Ah, ah, ah. ah. Okay, anyway, we, uh, do we have anything else to say about this movie? Because I feel really bad because I feel like this is a short episode. If oh, fuck, where are we at already? 23 minutes. Yeah, that is a really short episode. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, I'm trying to think because um, we uh, the music was really good. Like, I oh think, yeah, the music felt like a great fantasy yeah. story. Honestly, it had this very like sweeping epic score that whenever it kicked in, you're just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> um, this film. Also, I made a joke earlier of Legend of Zelda. Mm. That's that's not a dishonest comparison. <laughs> yeah, you're not too terribly far off there, honestly. <laughs> yeah, because it's called. Oh, Princess Mononoke, but she's hardly <laughs> in the film. Oh, yeah. Until, like, the end, I want to say. he asked me when we were watching this, he's like, is this going to be, like, Legend of Zelda, where, like, it, it's not actually about Zelda, but it's just kind of in name only? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, Princess Mononoke plays a bigger part than Zelda in Zelda, but... <laughs> this, well, it depends on which Zelda game you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um... Also, the voice acting, really mm -hmm. well done. There were, there were only maybe, like, two reads that were weird. Yeah. And those were just side characters. The wolf goddess that uh, Princess Mononoke follows, her voice did not fit, I think. You didn't think? Yeah. Cause the... I got used to it, but it, it didn't feel like a goddess voice, I guess. Gotcha. I didn't think it was too bad, but yeah, it, it didn't match a little bit at first, because it's uh, Gillian Anderson, also known as Agent Scully in the X-Files. She provided the voice for the wolf god. Um, and what they basically did was just had took Gillian Anderson's voice and put reverb on it. <laughs> just reverb the shit out of it. They reverb the shit out of it, and I think I'd like wolf noises, like, whenever she talked. Because they, it was interesting how they did the like uh, the voices where like you heard them talking, but you saw their mouths were kind of just making grunting noises. Yeah, which I thought was pretty cool actually. <laughs> Wasn't just straight. Also, up. there is one scene where they, where I feel they wrote themselves into a corner mm -hmm. and just had to spend ten minutes expositioning shit. Yeah, it was just like they got um, the wolf guys, the pig god. Yeah. Princess Mononoke and what's the main character boy's name? Ashitaka. And Ashitaka all in the same place and they just talk for like 10 minutes explaining what's going to happen yeah. for the final act of the movie. And the boar god is voiced by Keith David who has one of the sexiest voices in voice acting. 
It's true. Yeah. Every time I hear his voice, I'm just like, oh, Keith David, thank God. <laughs> but, thank Pig God. Yeah, right. And again, I point this out, Justin, he plays a lot of animal leaders. He plays the Pig God in this, and now he's playing the King of the Corgis in Infinity Train. Wasn't he, um... Oh, fuck, what's his name? Hold on. Uh, I'm trying to think Lion King. and uh, Scar? Not Scar. Uh, Simba? Not Simba, his dad. Uh, I don't God. think that was him, actually. Was that not? No, I swear it was Keith David. No, it was, I, it was no. an actor that was, I was surprised who it was. Hold on. No, was it? Oh, fuck. I know who Someone's you're talking about. Yeah, we're sorry, Disney fans. Uh, Mufasa. No? Yeah, it's Mufasa. Mufasa, that was James Earl Jones. That I get. <laughs> Is it bad if I say I get those two confused because they both have really deep voices? Maybe I can tell them apart fine, but I can. I can tell them apart fine if I'm hearing them back to back. But I, I oh, feel really? like my confusion is reasonable you sometimes we're, we're sorry james earl jones and keith david we both don't... of you are great voices yeah and they do have a very voice. similar deep sexy voice they're they're known for playing deep powerful characters yeah deep voiced powerful characters yeah <laughs> um besides that and the fact that my brain is now fearing since Disney owns all the goobly films mm. that they'll do live action remakes. Mm. <laughs> and I think we'll save the live action remake discussion for a whole separate episode because we have so much. I mean, much. if we wanted to add another hour to this nah, podcast. Yeah, we have too much to say on that. <laughs> so look forward to that because we both just loathe entirely the idea and what they're doing with it. But again, discussion for another day. <laughs> oh, so this should be our uh, first movie uh, we're talking about in 2019? Of the new year, yeah, because that'll be right after Star Wars and shit. So, yeah. yeah, happy new year. Sorry about when I said we'd probably finish the wheel before 2019. Yeah. Whoops. How many movies do we still have? Like eight or something? We have 12. We have still? Like how many yeah. movies do we have to review? I mean. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, we're not even close. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Unless we hurry it up. But nah. sadly, school and work are yeah. very complicated. Yeah, it's not going to be fun because he has college and I'm probably going to have a job by then, by the time this comes out, hopefully. So. <laughs> I mean, technically, I have a job. It's weird. But anyway. That's, per <laughs> that's personal life stuff. And that's why we're not on a weekly schedule. <laughs> exactly. Cause... Unless we somehow got enough viewers and we started a Patreon. But anyway. That, again, I'll feel really guilty if we actually start making money off of this. If we got a Patreon, then I would start, do we would start doing more than just a yeah. podcast. Like, if we actually got a Patreon and actually got it to where we had a steady income... We'd probably be able to quit our jobs and just do that, honestly. If we some, if by some <laughs> random fucking chance we just get no, if lucky. we somehow had a Patreon that was paying for both of us like full time, full time minimum wage jobs, that would impress the shit out of me. Honestly, yeah, because it's like we we basically just started the show like, hey, why not? It's just a thing we could do just to watch more movies and talk about that. I don't think fun. we should be faking our speech of like. 
wow, I'm surprised we got here when we haven't. That yeah. sounds really egotistical. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like, if we, we should... if we ever do get to that point, I will genuinely feel kind of guilty. <laughs> Same. But, yeah. Uh, so we will see where this goes. So. Goober, send this to more of your friends. Thanks. Please. We love you, Goober. We know you're our number one fan. <laughs> Only fan. It's that we know of. That we know personally. We know ourselves. I, I, besides ourselves. I wouldn't consider myself a fan. <laughs> I knew it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think this is just another short episode, honestly, because there isn't much I want to say without sounding rambly, honestly. Yeah, this is an art movie that's just like, it's solid. Yeah. If you want, I can't say if you want a good kids movie, but if you want just a solid movie with kind of heavy themes, yeah, this does, this does it. And if you want some gore and good animation, yeah, yeah like it's like if you're looking for a really good adventure movie and like a, a story and stuff with that isn't just like you know superficial that does have some deeper themes, then yeah, this is the movie for you. Again, just be warned, it's not for kids because the violence and the disturbing imagery. <laughs> Watch this instead of seeing whatever live-action remake Disney is making. Oh, please do. Please do. Anyway, I think that's a good Anyway, one. it's time to spin the yeah. wheel. All right, let's do it. Spin the wheel. Start recording. God fucking damn it. Uh, your technical oh. difficulties. <laughs> no, okay, it's right now. Uh -oh. And... Spin the wheel. Okay. <laughs> What do we get? Uh, we're going to do the Evil Dead remake. Ooh, exciting. Again, we still have not done a single movie we've both seen. <laughs> yeah, that's funny because we have the four categories of movies I've seen and Justin haven't, movies Justin's seen and I haven't, movies we've both seen, and movies we haven't neither seen. Neither of us. And we have not, to this day, we have yet to hit a movie both of us have seen, or neither of us have seen, right? Yeah, we're only going to have uh, one left that neither of us have seen yeah <laughs> after this so uh well next episode is ian of the east one and uh one through something i'm not sure how we're splitting up those episodes yet because it's a 13 episode series it's not very long plus okay, so two, plus two movies because i say what two different parts maybe or that'd be a little long wouldn't it we'll do like six or seven episodes probably yeah. well because no. six would cover it thir six and six is 13 we might do like four episodes for we might do four four five yeah depending on how much we feel is good yeah you'll see next time is the end of the east yes. and then we'll do J J J justin oh, yeah no. no you're back i couldn't hear you. you just went out for a sec oh sorry i didn't mean to <laughs> you said next time we'll do and i just said evil dead remake and then you just went silent <laughs> No, next time we're doing Ian of the East, and then we'll do Evil Dead. That's why. That's I. That was the end of your thought. Yeah. Nope. Shut up. Okay. But yeah, it'll, yeah. Like you said, I think it'll be four, four, five, and then the two movies will be one episode. Yep. <sighs> All right. So Bye. see you guys then. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching this episode of Cinema Roulette. If you want to follow our hosts, Justin is at JK Pancake on Twitter, and Cameron is at Cameron Picks Inc on Twitter. You can watch the video version of the podcast. Sometimes you actually get to see our host faces at CamCam Cam on YouTube. Or just look up Cinema Roulette Podcast. Thank you so much to Teller's Place for their artwork that we use mainly in the YouTube version and you can kind of see on the podcast version. If you enjoyed the show, please consider 
either subscribing to it or rating us on whatever podcast app you use. That would be cool of you.